so i didn't know how to swim so i went to the swimming pool mm. two months i was uh, playing around the swimming pool then inside the pool okay then i realized that uh, i'm no way i'm not going to learn uh, swimming by doing this mm. so in order to really um, uh do something which we, uh, we think is hard mm. probably you need to take up a challenge which is much more harder mm. so i went and registered for the pool ironman okay without knowing uh, how to swim. swim the next day when we got there we realized that that uh, the distance till which we had swam mm. that is a starting point <laughs> <laughs> is it okay to say that you know some everyone has to evolve over a period of time or is there a certain so curriculum they the, what i've done is i i do this for the, probably 6 to 8 months a year okay the remaining time i completely socialize so the training gives me a lot more uh, satisfaction than the day of the event so i had a bunch of people to train for swimming with different set of people to train for uh, cycling and a completely different set of people for uh, running, running. stuff like mm-hmm. that right hi welcome to the other side i'm your host dilip an entrepreneur and an endurance athlete In this podcast we will explore the experiences of high performing individuals while unpacking their mental and physical fitness routines that took them to where they are. Welcome to another new episode of The Other Side. Today we're going to talk to Raghunandan also known as Raghu. Raghu is a serial entrepreneur, a prolific angel investor and a mentor to many startup founders in India. But today we don't talk about entrepreneurship, startups or raising venture capital. We talk how as an endurance sports enthusiast, as a triathlete, he has trained and competed in many years and how that has helped him steer and anchor his personal and professional life. This episode is supported by Rain Matter Health. It's an initiative by Team Zerodha. Rain Matter Health is a venture fund which invests and supports entrepreneurs and startups building solutions to help Indians stay healthy, eat right and sleep well. If you are seeking help in building these great solutions, reach out to Rain Matter Health, and we'll be glad to help you. Before we get into this podcast, I have one request. It would mean a lot to me if you can subscribe to this podcast in any of the platforms you listen or watch, be that YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. Please share this to your friends and colleagues, and also send me a feedback that will help me get better. Let's get into the podcast. We finally meet uh, Raghu. Thank you for taking time out. Um, The idea is to kind of talk to you, unpack your other side. I've known you for long, personally and professionally. Always found uh, you very uh, unique in terms of identity. Uh, I've tried to unpack a lot, but you never like uh, kind of uh, let me uh, unpack a lot about you. So I thought I'll put you on a spot, put few cameras out there, and make you talk. <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, thank you uh, for taking time to. Hey, thanks a lot, uh, Dilip. Uh, one thing that I do is uh, I keep uh, myself surrounded by kind and simple people. Yeah. So that uh, something of that uh, keeps uh, rubbing off on me. Yeah. That's that's one. Uh, secondly, uh, my wife also keeps trying to unpack me. <laughs> She's had it for uh, several years, but I don't know how successful uh, she is. But I'll. Uh, probably give you a shot yeah i i should trade notes with her later on <laughs> but um, i thought i'll uh, a good way to start would be um, last year october you were um, uh, training for ironman goa uh, and you were all set we were exchanging notes uh, and a week out uh, i think you went uh, you you fall ill uh, you couldn't make it so i want you to kind of uh, uh, you know elaborate and uh, double click on what that experience was that for you because you've been training physically so hard you've been growing a, a super growth stage early company and a few days out uh, this happens and you don't make out what was that process like for you and how did you come back and recoup from there 
Oh, so it's uh, actually not really such a big uh, thing. Uh, over a period of time, what I've realized is uh, the training leading to the event is a lot more uh, satisfying than the event itself. Uh, right? And because of which, uh, because you get to know a lot about yourself uh, when you, while you are training, right? The event it just happens. Primarily because of the crowd, maybe because of the other people who are doing it and along with you and things like that, right? The harder part is the training because most of the time you're alone, uh, right? Mm. And you got to push yourself physically and mentally. Mm. The event really happens. Mm. So for me, the event is not, not much significance okay. uh, that way. Obviously, you probably get a medal, you get a certificate and probably you get that uh, boasting rights also, uh, mm. right? Whenever you complete the event. But that's not something that uh, for which I do it, mm. uh, right? I, uh, I register for certain events uh, because uh, there is a goal, mm. right? If so that I wake up every day in the morning so that I uh, work towards meeting that goal. Mm. I've had uh, terrible experiences in the past during events mm. wherein I haven't trained myself. But on the day of the event, I go through so much of pain, mm. right? One is uh, the physical pain, another is the mental stress. Sometimes I don't even understand why am I doing whatever I'm doing mm. also, right? So whenever I want to snooze, press on the snooze button and sleep off, mm. I remember those days. Mm. All right, that was hard, Yeah. right? It, if I don't want to my, find myself in those places, better get up now, Yeah. right? So the training gives me a lot more uh, satisfaction than the day of the event. So it wasn't really a big deal because uh, the thankfully it happened uh, mm. at the very end, mm. a week before the event mm. when I caught mm. a flu and uh, mm. I was kind of uh, bedridden. Mm. Uh, so then it made, didn't make any sense to go there and do it. If it had happened probably a month before, mm. so that my training would have got compromised. Sure, yeah. But I would be super uh, fit yeah. to do the event. Then yeah. I would have probably struggled in the event. Yeah. Thankfully it really happened. And uh, there are quite a few lot of events. Right, right, right. Over a period of time and uh, you just go ahead and uh, yeah. I'll do more of so this. I want to I want to extend on this, but before that, I want to ask you a very hard question. What was your workout of today in the morning? Oh, today, uh, yeah, I did uh, core okay. in the morning uh, ah. for 20 minutes. Then I ran. Okay. Uh, after that, I did uh, strength training. Okay. And what was the uh, breakfast on your plate? Oh, uh, I take. Uh, protein shake okay in the post immediately after your workout yes. all right so i want to kind of double click on what where we left um so this process what you just said that is um you are there to enjoy the process and not the ultimate goal though uh so there's a very good parallel between an entrepreneurship uh, entrepreneur experience and the endurance athlete experience right so what ident which identity do you think has kind of anchored you is it being an entrepreneur first anchored you to be an athlete or being an athlete first anchored you to be an entrepreneur oh very interesting question never put uh, thought thought about it uh, that way at all i think uh, i started uh, running uh, right, uh, that was way back in 2007. Mm. So I not even th thought of becoming an entrepreneur then. Mm. Right, we started Taxi for sure in some in 2010, end of 2010. 2007 is when I started my first uh, run that I registered for was uh, then Standard Chartered Mumbai Marathon. Mm. That was my first full marathon. Mm. That was my first run that I started, primarily because of a few uh, friends in college yeah. who, who were. You were in your B school then? Uh, I was uh. in B school. I mm. was in I am Ahmedabad then. Mm. Uh, so a bunch of us uh, friends were running. So mm. I also joined along with them. And I didn't know how how far how far is forty mm. kilometers. Yeah, I remember you uh, saying that you were training inside your campus most of the yeah, time. Most of the time, mm. it, it, it used to be fun, and we used to run at two a.m. in the morning till mm. four a.m. Mm. Right, so it used to be a lot more fun. So, but uh, why 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 I stuck to that is um, I never meditated in my life, right? And whenever I wanted to introspect and retrospect and things like that, right, I would sleep off. Okay. 
uh, right so you have to be alone yeah. and you're sitting and they're thinking you end up sleeping it's a possible solution to uh, our right. vacation uh, so then uh, but what i realized was when you're running even though you're running with a bunch of friends and stuff like that you can't keep talking because your breath goes for it all so you do the long distances right you get so much of time to think about reflect on things things that worked well for you things didn't work work well well for you and stuff like that and over a period of time so what usually it used to happen is after a long run have to be physically tired but mentally super fresh mm. uh, right that kept me going that kept me going that kept me going and in taxi for sure also uh, whenever when the cavalry trail marathon happened and the urban stampede happened mm. uh, i kind of made it mandatory for the folks uh, who was used to work with me uh, to run all those and some mm. of those people still continue to run mm. right even for the ironman goa that you talked about mm. right so zol uh, zol uh, we had uh, i think we had the largest number of relay teams oh wow from zol i think we had six or seven teams wow uh right uh, from zolve uh, right and we couldn't find swimmers we uh, got some excellent swimmers oh, wow. but uh, there were teams who were completely with zolve oh, uh, zolvers oh. right uh, wow. so that is to be fun so it just it just uh, uh, rubs off hmm. right coming back to your question uh, right entrepreneurship is also a long journey right your motivation has to be significantly different hmm. right and uh, again drawing parallels to because the event is not really that matters hmm. so the exit of a startup is not why you really start for a startup yeah. you start a startup because you like the journey, journey. Hmm. right you want to leave the world at a, a bit better than how it is hmm. as of now right the journey is a lot more important hmm. and nobody starts a company to sell yeah Right, yeah. so nobody uh, wants to join an event to complete the event. Yeah. Like that. It's the yeah. training, the process, yeah. the journey is a lot, lot more important. So that's where I think I draw parallels there. The journey is a lot more uh, important, and uh, there are the ups and downs in the life of an entrepreneur. While training, also there are good days, there are bad days, uh, there are hopeless days. Mm. Uh, right in uh, entrepreneurship journey also it could be the same thing. So I think both of them fed uh, fed on yeah, each other sure. and uh, yeah. uh, right and yeah. Yeah. So, um, if we kind of go backwards, uh, were you always athletic, uh, staying fit, ragu, growing up in your college days and your school days? What yeah, was that I used background? Yeah, I was more of an outdoor guy. Okay. Right, zero talents, mm-hmm. no music, mm. <laughs> uh, uh, no arts and crafts, yeah. uh, zero, zero, zero talent right. at all. Uh, right. So mostly outdoors. I used to play cricket and football very, very religiously. Mm. Right. I used to be a fast bowler. Uh, during my training days, and because of which running comes uh, very much naturally, uh, naturally uh, to me. And I played. I played uh, after college also. Played for my Texas Instruments team, then mm. IMA team, and uh, wherever as a consultant, I started playing mm. there also. Mm. But uh, once we started startup, we didn't really. We couldn't really get eleven people yeah. to play and yeah. train and stuff like that because yeah. of the time uh, we keep. Yeah. Uh, but it it used to be more more of an outdoorish uh, right. person. So what does uh, staying fit or uh, fitness mean to you today like what how would you define fitness for yourself no i think uh, hmm, it's a, a good question uh, fitness is all about i think it's more of a reflection of your state of mind hmm. uh, right uh, if you are disciplined all uh, right disciplined because fitness demands discipline you can yeah. possibly do those one off half marathons one off hmm. 10 kilometers and stuff like hmm. that but uh, if you really have to remain fit there is a significant amount of discipline that one has to carry yeah right and uh, if you're disciplined it's a reflection of your mind yeah and i'm more of a morning person mm. right i start my workouts probably 4:30 mm. or 5 am in early in the morning and by the time i'm done uh, i feel super refreshed so that freshness carries through the day mm. then there are days or there are periods of time when i'm not able to do because of my travel or whatever it is right i feel uh, drained mm. 
right even though uh, ideally it's mm. uh, counter intuitive mm. uh, you work out like uh, mm. uh, mad in mm. the mornings and the day goes through mm. complete with so much of energy when you don't do anything uh, you rested well and stuff yeah. like that uh, you feel that uh, part of yeah. the laziness uh, yeah. coming in yeah uh, right and uh, and when you are in that uh, zone of fitness and stuff like that right uh, some of the oily foods fried foods and stuff like that yeah nutrition kind of yeah feel like eating yeah. them also yeah right and you sleep well in the night uh, right there is so much of positivity around all yeah. mm. uh, right a lot of positive thoughts also come to the mind and things yeah. like that so effectively all this com- complete together is how i would uh, define as fitness not yeah. just physical part of it yeah. but the mental part of it also yeah now i would agree to the previous point what you said about discipline and uh, one thing which i learned over the past few years of having been doing marathoning is that uh, the motivation is over rated and discipline is underrated it's so easy and motivation is abundance like mm. you anywhere you go you can get motivation uh, people are giving selling all the way but discipline is really in scarce uh, and once you kind of uh, imbibe that uh, you are in a very different uh, trajectory because you can start exploring the very unique different side of yours which you probably would not have known for many many years right so no i'm uh, completely in sync with you so uh, so you're a marathoner uh, you're an iron man uh, just to set context for people who don't know uh, iron man would mean your three sports uh, swimming cycling running uh, a full iron man would be what 5 km swimming uh, 3.8 3.8 uh, 180 km cycling and a 42.2 that's full marathon that you do non stop half iron man would be half of it uh, and you've done marathons do you have any count of how many iron mans you've done one full Uh-huh. and uh, seven half marathons seven half marathons right what's your uh, best finish time for an uh, 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 one you have done full so 13 and a half hours 13 and a half and for half ironman what's your finish time 5 hours 5 and a half 5 and a half how many marathons you have done countless lot of them many no many it's been what 16 years of 16 running. years so on an average one a year if you consider probably what 12 to 15 years 12 to 15 yeah. marathons yeah. so far right um what was that uh, so uh marathon started when you were in your b school uh, that's how you when did um, ironman start for you what was that so journey so that was after the uh, taxi first year exit mm. uh, so then uh, i had thought that okay after the exit um, let me learn new skills mm. so i didn't know how to swim so i went to the swimming pool mm. two months i was uh, playing around the swimming pool then inside mm. the pool okay. then i realized that uh, i'm no way i'm not going to learn uh, swimming by doing this mm. so not to really um, uh do something which we, th- we think is hard mm. probably you need to take up a challenge which is much more harder mm. so i went and registered for the full ironman okay without knowing uh, how to swimming swim. yeah and you and i feel uh, embarrassed because this is something what you've been telling me all this while to <laughs> you know learn swimming and i don't i mean i didn't uh, it's very hard to accept that you didn't have the skill you signed up for the event and then you went out and learned the skill how was that process and I mean, talk to me in terms of that mental process. You are getting into something where you have a goal defined now, and you're working backwards to acquire the skill against the time. And this is when, of course, I mean now you have some time for yourself personally, but you still have to kind of go through learning a new physical skill which doesn't come naturally to people at a certain age. What was that experience for you? Oh, nobody told me that. Mm-hmm. Now you realize. It. <laughs> no, no, I realize. It. Nobody told me that. Then, yeah. uh, right? So because of it, it was a lot more easy. Uh, see. Uh, because you have to swim 3.8 kilometers right then jumping with the pool is not really hard 
right if i'm not going to able because you're only thinking about the 3.8 kilometers so then this 25 meter pool doesn't really make uh, doesn't look so scary yeah that's a very good point uh, yeah right it doesn't look so scary so then you do this mm. then you start with 25 meters then make it 50 meters then you make it 100 meters mm. and then make it uh, 200 meters okay. so as part of that so this was uh, december uh, 16 i think okay this was december 16 Uh, February 16 I visited for a Olympic uh, a triathlon in Goa okay open water okay i thought two two months is good enough to really figure that out okay and uh, and uh, the full ironman was in uh, september okay this is the south korea one which you did south uh, korea mm, mm. all right so then uh, in from december to february mm. i had the i could swim 200 meters mm. at a stretch without but break. you had to learn swimming even for the february one for the goa one also goa. yeah right so mm. i had staggered that way okay. so okay. october i did uh, february uh, december i registered, uh, I registered. February I did Goa, mm. June I did half Ironman, okay. Florida, okay. and then September was the full Ironman. Full Ironman, right? So okay. it was like so planned. you planned out uh, entire, yeah. right? First I did the uh, research for the full Ironman. Yeah. Uh, then I figured out the half Ironman. Yeah. Then I figured out the Goa thingy. Yeah. Then I started yeah. doing that. Talk uh, to me your typical training routine, like for when you're getting into a sport like Ironman, how consuming it is because you are now dabbling with three different sports. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be yeah. before that. It was yeah, the running was not really a pain. Yeah, because Mentally, that came naturally because mm-hmm. I used to do marathons mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Running, cycling also 180 kilometers is a stretch, but uh, cycling also you know that you're not going to die. Mm-hmm. Only problem that I had was with swimming. Yeah. Uh, right. So the why I was talking about the Goa thing is by February when the Goa event was happening, mm-hmm. I could swim 200 meters non-stop, and okay. Goa was one and a half kilometers. Okay. Right, so it was like seven fifty meters in and out. Seven hundred meters, hundred meters, and seven hundred meters, so mm. that people don't collide. Right, and I could still swim for two hundred meters. Thought probably lets me open water that too, mm-hmm. and I trained only in the pool, open water. Then I thought if I'm able to do, I let me go there, mm. show up, mm. let's swim for two hundred meters. Mm. Right, and the the, the organizers are told there is kayaks, there are boats. There are jet uh, jet bikes and stuff like that, right? So you were not dialed in before you go to the start line. Are you going to finish that 1.5 kilometer? No, no, I thought I'll do 200 okay. meters. Whatever, how much ever it is. Okay, right? okay. I will do mm. that and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, right. So then I was like, okay, fine. Then I went 200 meter. Then uh, I started. I swam for 200 meters. Then I realized that done. I mean, no, let me uh, go back. So I uh, I got up from my freestyle pose and I looked up for a kayak. Or a boat and just like nobody is around. Okay. Then I was like wondering, okay, if I have to, if I can swim back 200 meters back. Okay. I can I still swim 500 meters ahead. Right. Right. Because there is nobody else. And had you had done the open water before that day? First time. So that was the first time you're showing first for time. an event and you're doing open water. Wow. First time. So okay. I swam 500 meters and okay. I finished the swim. Okay. Then I was super happy. Uh-huh. Then the cycling and the running also happened immediately. Okay. Uh, right. So that was. Uh, That was the Goa Olympic one, uh, right? How Olympic one? The Florida half Ironman is also amazing. Mm. So then I did okay. I will not do what I did in Goa. Mm. I'll go the previous day and swim. Okay. Right to figure out the track okay. and stuff mm. like mm. that. So and the, my brother also joined me in okay. that. Okay. Uh, when we started the Florida one, uh, uh, so the previous day we went. We'll go swim for mm. some distance. Mm. So and Florida is a lake, not sea. Right? There's a lot of undergrowth and stuff like that. And when you catch and pull, right? A lot of uh, grass also comes along with it. Okay. Right. And I was like, I got, I used to get scared uh, with that. Then with difficulty, we swam till some distance, and we realized that okay, fine. So we swam till here. So let's go back. And okay. And then my brother came back. Okay. So you did a recce before uh, the race, and then went back. Uh, okay. Right, went back. The next day when we got there, we realized that that uh, the distance till which we had swam, hmm. that is the starting point. <laughs> 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 and me and my brother were wondering, okay, we swam only till the starting point. So the real race starts from there on. 
ஒரு right running was all rolling hills mm. right it was painful it was mm. extremely painful mm. and uh, cycling was lots of headwinds mm. and we take all these carbon cycles mm. which are lightweight headwinds mm. are like the worst thing mm. the cycle doesn't go more forward only because there is no weight mm. uh, right it's extremely hard why uh, why have you stuck up to endurance as a sport i mean there could be so many sports i mean imagine if to stay fit right i mean staying fit is the primary goal uh, one would imagine there quite a lot of sport uh, sporting activities right so why endurance sport so i never looked at it as endurance sport it gives me that uh, uh, significantly longer duration of time mm-hmm. uh, to really be at something uh, right it's very difficult to not train and do an endurance sports mm. right so a 5 km run or a 10 km run it's fine you wake up and do mm. uh, and i play occasional cricket matches and stuff mm. like that we don't and football matches with mm. a team and stuff like that you don't really train mm. you just go show up and you mm. play something and you come mm. back right you burn that calories and stuff like that endurance is where you have a purpose mm. and you have a goal and you need to be doing that without mm. that it becomes right uh so not not necessarily endurance apart from triathlons and stuff like that now these times uh, these days i'm more looking at uh, hiking and trekking mm. and stuff yeah, like that. That, yeah. climbing mountains yeah. uh, around but again it's longer distance longer mm. duration mm. Uh, right and you got to really mm. remain fit uh, to really uh, mm. get it done it's mm. more more of that journey than endurance endurance as such okay. something to train towards to something okay. uh, i mean every morning you wake up you have something to look forward mm. to mm. right and uh, endurance sports gives you that longer duration motivation mm. than a instant uh, thing is there a mental model in the sense that uh, and i'm trying to again draw parallel to entrepreneurship which which is what you've spent most of your professional career um there are these small milestones you kind of have a process towards a larger goal um and that seems to be kind of a parallel here that whatever activity you choose um the process is making sense to kind of pursue it end goal is perhaps giving that end of an high that you've achieved it and that's the uh, uh, kind of uh, reflection to what uh, entrepreneurship is so is that a mental model which is getting developed over the years you've realized so the multiple things right so i'm more um, uh, more of a social media shy person i'm not, yeah, not yeah. necessarily interested. i thought i'll ask you later what's your social media protocol but now it's clear you're not there no no, yeah. no i don't do that all so mm. whatever i do is friendly for myself mm. uh, right than for i don't even talk about what all i've done and things like that in any mm. of the social media and uh, things like that it's more for an internal consumption and things like that but when it comes to entrepreneurship it is not really so i mean people get to know yeah. and things like that there i think uh, it would diverges but both of them have uh the common root right that uh, whoever is doing it right has to be driven yeah to really make it right and even though these are endurance sports are uh, uh, po- uh, potentially solo sports yes right but there's always a team behind that 
right whether when i was part of pacemakers figuring out and police are helping me uh, significantly uh, my wife and my family supports uh, significantly and uh, some of the other people that i uh, probably train with right so they also are supporting so i had a bunch of people to train for swimming but different set of people to train for uh, cycling and a completely different set of people for uh, running, running and stuff like mm. that right and uh, so the entire ecosystem comes together to really make it happen and yeah. people see um, Uh, it's not just me doing it yes solo but there's a table yeah, to do it community this, behind uh, mm. right so they they see that uh, me accomplishing something they see that it's a success for them mm. not and entrepreneurship also has that right mm. so you have a team even though it's uh, the founders uh, name that gets published yeah. everywhere the founders are the ones who are interviewing and stuff like that right the team relates to that mm. right the like the success of the company is not just the founders but the entire teams mm. even though it is the face of the company is the founder mm. uh right the team starts feeling the same excitement level of excitement and the same level of accomplishment mm. the same level of success mm. and stuff like that right and mm. that i think is uh, something that uh, you need to really do that yeah yeah um uh, what's typically your training routine uh, you dabble mostly in triathlons uh, which is three part uh, activity for me getting up in the morning the only thing which i worrying is getting the run coming back and doing stretching but you you have to kind of dabble up all different activities so typically when you're training uh, in your uh, training season block uh, what's your like a weekly routine like so that uh, typically starts like uh, uh Five to six months before the actual event, right? Mm. Uh, and when you do that, uh, initially you start doing a lot of uh, stretching. Beginning, you do a lot of stretching, and uh, that you do it for probably a week or two. Mm. After that, uh, for uh, the next two months, uh, you do one activity per day. Okay. Either you swim or you cycle or you bike. That's tactical in terms of base building. Ah, uh, base mm. building. Mm. You start uh, doing that, and then uh, the fourth month onwards, you start doing uh, uh, a bridge. Okay. Ah, uh, right. uh so where you do swimming and the cycling or cycling and running mm. or swimming and running mm. and stuff like that uh, mm. where you start doing that so you now building your endurance uh, exactly and uh, yeah uh, so few weeks before the actual event you start doing all the three during the uh, weekends okay okay right? uh so there uh, when you're doing the single activity and stuff like that there is a training program and weekends is when you really push mm. or do a longer distance and stuff mm. like that mm. uh, right and uh, and you plan for uh, your nutrition your hydration your lactose uh, tolerance yeah. habits and also the uh, what what you will you use yeah, uh, the, right? the, the hydration training, strategy yeah. everything right so that you probably start doing it through the course so that the body gets uh, adapted get to, to, it. to yeah. it yeah yeah right? so all that you do yeah uh, do you think uh, so you like you said you started your debut at uh, triathlons when you were in the transition uh, of course you were doing a lot of other work during that time uh would you have done that had you been full time uh, as an operator as an entrepreneur or do you think that was more uh, tactical and easier for you to do when you know that kind of in work stress was not there with on you so it made sense then mm-hmm. but now looking back uh, now i'm uh, training for the high yeah. also right and i'm running a full fledged yeah. uh, thing also but uh, and uh, then my kids were too small uh, when going to school then so now my kids uh, go to school so i need to wrap up my training by 6:30 am mm. so i start mm. 3:30 4 am mm. in the morning and something mm. like that mm. 
uh right so now i i don't really so obviously it helps mm. if you don't really have anything else much to do and sure. stuff like that right if you don't really have an eight to five kind of a job and stuff like that it uh, definitely helps but that's not the only thing okay all right so you're able to make time to do that and usually in a day uh, i would train for two hours and over the weekends probably four to five hours okay okay right and leading up to the event uh, weekend should go up to seven to eight hours right uh, right but two hours every day during the week how do you calibrate your goals in terms of the constraints you have for example back then when you did you had like you said uh, kids were way too young uh, you had time in hand you are still training you, are, you still do those ironmans and marathons so how do you calibrate your goal time basis on the constraints you have and then come back and say look this should be my goal considering these other factors or limitations i have in hand no that's a uh, so i wouldn't really do it that way okay uh, right uh effectively i think uh, uh, i don't know the uh, even though i'm training for two hours every day uh, right uh, the effective utilization of those two hours has increased significantly mm. uh right and given the experience that i have and stuff like that now i know where all i've made mistakes mm. what are the things that i need to improve on mm. so here this is the time that i would really do that mm. so i still continue to push mm. uh right on the goal time mm. uh right i'm i'm not really looking at a podium and uh, mm. stuff like that i just want to push so the whole thing is i need to be better than how i was before mm. all right and i know that there are people uh, at my age age level my fitness level who are doing much better mm. for whatever reasons or something like yeah. so i'm not really benchmarking myself with respect to that mm. if those if similar people are able to do that much i should be able to push myself to be better than what i was earlier mm. so my competition is something like that is my previous self mm. uh right and uh, the family is gives you a significant amount of uh, mm. the motivation mm. right you don't put uh, uh, this on one side and family on the other side and start uh, comparing right mm. because there is a family and you need to be available for the family and stuff like that all right you need to do that part of the thing also and because these are the things some things that you love to do you have to focus on this as well so you have to really start figuring out how do we do this there's a compounding effect which i've seen is that when you are a seasoned entrepreneur or like they say repeat entrepreneur or people call it also serial entrepreneur uh, the experience compounds so when you come back and do another company the past experience can also be a liability can also be an asset right likewise i've seen in endurance running um, the more you do your fitness compounds so there's a physiological benefit which kind of carries on so what the number the the grind what you were doing early on probably you may not have to do that much but then there is a benefit of something what you have done few years back consistently it will come handy to you do you think that kind of uh, you know makes sense uh, in your realm of world that uh, you have done entrepreneurship earlier you are back now that's another endurance event you've done consistently you know more than a dozen of marathons uh, your you experience in your uh, triathlons now when you do considering those uh, i would call not limitations but considering the factors the more demand of your time is there and you are not able to put that amount of intensity that is anchoring your overall um, uh, that pursuit so the, 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 that's where i think probably the endurance sports and the entrepreneurship differ a bit right when I mean, you are an entrepreneur right uh, if you have built a very good team uh, right uh, so most of the heavy lifting the team would possibly do mm. so that uh, you can make you, are, you can make that uh, little bit of time for yourself mm. right if every day in an entrepreneur life is a crazy day there is mm. something majorly wrong mm. 
right? So there will be, there are days when you need to be available uh, for a team, probably 24 by 7, stuff like that. Then you probably cut down on your practice and do that. And that is, doesn't really happen every mm. single day, mm. uh, right? But when it comes to the endurance sports, you are kind of alone, mm. right? It, you've got to really push and stuff like that, uh, mm. right? And uh, sometimes when you're training for that, right? So you are reflecting on your business, on the conversation with your team and stuff like that now, uh, right? A lot of interesting ideas come, a lot of uh, solutioning happens while training for that. Otherwise, how will you keep running for like three hours, four hours without, mm. I mean, what do you think about? Yeah. Right? You swim for two hours, what do you think about? Yeah. Right? You cycle for five, six hours, what do you think about? Right? Yeah. So then that's when you, you are thinking about uh, a lot of things. So when you come back, right, uh, you have been able to get your me time. Mm. Uh, from otherwise you get into the office, it's all meetings, 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 meetings. When do you get to think? Mm. Right? You got to you are there because you are you you can think, not just yeah. to do meetings, right? Yeah. So you, there's a lot of time goes in preparing yourself. So that that helps. But there you're more of an individual, you've got to push. Here you have a team. Okay. To really take care of it. should be part of the decision making, right? You provide help in executing and things like that. If you have been able to build a good team, great. Mm. Right? And then if but if you want to pursue other things and stuff like that, then you need to invest energies in building up a good team. Mm. The mm. team will be able to do a lot more job uh, on the on the yeah. side. So the endurance side, I'm sorry, so uh, so endurance and you've got to consistently build yourself, but here you basically build a support system around yourself so that they anchor you to get more success. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So because uh, as an entrepreneur, right, you need to think a couple of uh, steps ahead. Steps ahead, yeah. Right. Mm. Not all of us have to be playing uh, what is happening for the here and now, right? Mm. You need to start uh, thinking about a couple of steps and the best time to do is when you're training. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Talk to me about your uh, uh, the routine you got in mental fitness. Right? I mean, we spoke about physical fitness. Um, what's in your toolkit? Uh, again, uh, endurance, endurance on both sides. I'm sure over the past few years, you might have got a certain toolkit to kind of uh, condition and train yourself in building up that mental strength uh, because both is a stressful uh, piece. So uh, what do you carry with yourself all the time on your toolkit to kind of, and how do you exercise that mental strength part of it? So there, uh, uh, right, I mean, uh, the significant thing that has really helped, helped me <laughs> will sound weird, to be shameless. Okay. Uh, Elaborate. Uh, I just talk about anything and everything with uh, several people. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, so earlier I used to like, okay, why would I engage with you on something that is happening in some part of my life? Right? Yeah. That is not relevant to you and stuff like that, right? But uh, so the moment I start doing that, no, it gets a bit more uh, lighter. Everything becomes very lighter. So now I don't really have uh, several filters and stuff like that. So I engage with uh, a whole lot of people, right? And every conversation uh, becomes that way. Uh, right, one is to be shameless. The second thing is, uh, uh, right, throughout my life, I've drawn inspiration from uh, folks that I meet. Uh, what, what I mean by that is, I don't really have a, a single hero that I look up to. Mm. Uh, right, I never had, I never was a hero worshipper and stuff like that. Mm. But what I do is, uh, I start relating to the people that I hang out with. Mm. Someone is good at this, someone mm. is better at this, and stuff mm. like that, right? And uh, we have a similar upbringing. Mm. How can that person be better at it? Better, yeah. Uh, right? What is that person has that I don't have? And is mm. there a way for me to learn that person? Mm. Right? Mm. And uh, thankfully, all my life, I've uh, been, uh, been part of uh, good uh, education institutes, good companies, and been part of some amazing uh, bunch of uh, folks. 
uh, right and that has gotten me to where i am today than anything else and learning always keeps you this uh, i mean there is something about curiosity right uh, you can't restrict curiosity to a single field mm. right curiosity is partly part of your uh, nature itself if you are curious in one thing curious in uh, uh, building your own startup being an entrepreneur cracking few new deals and stuff like that or being an endurance athlete so you did something you did a marathon then you went boot with triathlon then you are doing ironman events and stuff like that right then you are climbing mountains and things like that right so because you are curious what does this entail what does this entail what does this entail like building on this right and you are that curiosity whenever you meet uh, new people right there is always a curiosity so uh, i meet uh, new entrepreneurs new founders and stuff like that when they pitching right so i'm not really listening to their idea and you know, i want to understand them as people Mm. uh right and there are some people, uh, early 20 folks who energize me who teach me a lot by the way there are this 60 year old 70 year old folks who being their seen life right they have a whole lot to teach right when you are speaking to such a wide span uh, of people no there was there is always this so i always felt that uh, communication is probably the biggest uh, lever mm. that you have and obviously right so there is something that you can also offer them it's not really a one way street yeah. there is yeah. something that you can offer there is something that they can offer and it it, it is like an idea right? it's not like yeah. money yeah right if you have an idea and uh, if you share that idea with me both of us have the same idea yeah if you have money and you share the money with me or yeah. only i have money you don't have money yeah uh, right but uh, so mental fitness is also something like that right yeah. communicating communicating opening yeah. up and stuff like that and i've also realized that uh, when you open up invisible the person also feels obligated to open up also yeah so it there's a emotional connect uh, there's yeah. a significantly emotional connect and yeah. earlier i would restrict myself from doing uh, doing all that and things like that 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 works and uh, is is, uh, is that some is a new attribute which you kind of uh, got yourself into or learned to learn uh, along the way learned along the way right mm. initially one one friend started opening up and like that people reciprocated mm. right? mm. not all of them obviously mm. right but majority of them do mm. that that's uh, that that good enough yeah uh, to do that right? yeah. and spending time with family yeah uh, right uh that way and travel is another thing yeah right i, I travel uh, across the world yeah, um, yeah. travel also plays that plays yeah. a significant role yeah. uh right so that's the that's that's uh, more like it and i read a lot yeah i read a lot so whenever yeah. i need i find time uh, yeah but uh, two things two things which stand out i mean uh, for, i mean for sure i have to put in on dragar you've been a great um, uh sounding board for me uh, in several ways uh being an, uh, as an entrepreneur uh, many times have pinged you uh, good times bad times and uh, you always give me a realistic picture so can thank you enough for that but i also remember one moment uh, when you said about um, asking out uh, back in the days when uh, you were thinking about training for a marathon you had pinged me saying that hey uh, who do you think is a good coach uh and i was wondering i mean this guy has already done ton of marathons already by now he should have figured it out uh, he knows marathoning abc but he's still coming out and say he wants a coach uh, so um Uh, that's that doesn't come naturally someone who has done multiple it's like you've done multiple companies and now you say that i want to learn uh, basics of fundraising uh, after actually raising my fundraising multiple times so for me um, i when i can resonate now with what you're saying because um, that was that my moment of uh, being on the other side with you when you had reached out to me uh, how do you choose uh, whom to ask uh, because that 
I mean, you could have some mental models, right? I mean, in whatever factors you have. No, so I know that you uh, you run phenomenally. Yeah. Way, way better than I am. Even though I've been running for a very long time. Hmm. And that was never my pursuit also. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. uh, I used to run for a different uh, yeah. uh, reason altogether. So you have learned, you run much better, right? Much faster, much longer and stuff like that. So you must have figured it out from somewhere. Let's say maybe you can help me. Or you know somebody who can help me. Hmm. So then there is nothing. Yeah. So it's essentially looking at the top-down approach. He said if someone has gotten to some level in terms of whatever the milestone or success is, they might have a, a code behind. So basically asking them to open source it to say where did they get the code so the from. The worst case is they will not probably have anything much. Hmm. So hmm. then which is the current case. Hmm. If at all they share something, that's a better thing. And you, hmm. you put me in touch with pacemakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And that turned out well. Uh, yeah. uh, what What's your current uh, marathon PB? Marathon I haven't done recently. Okay. Half marathon I've done 142. 142. Yeah, that's massive. And 10K? 10K is uh, 42. 42. Wow. Massive. Um, Dude, you are in 30s, man. What are you No, saying? I'm not in 30s, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, calling 30s and saying late 30s makes a lot of difference. You know uh, the numbers in uh, in in the endurance sports. Um, uh, so, shifting gears, you've been a data guy uh, in terms of numbers. Um, uh, what does uh, data mean to you in terms of health parameter? Uh, I mean, are you into variables? I know you are in Whoop now, uh, which is amazing. Uh, how do you, uh, what's your data set in terms of your health and fitness parameters? And what, what stuff are you uh, kind of tracking right now? So uh, earlier I used to only focus on the pace, mm. uh, right? The speed, was, speed is what mattered and stuff mm. like that. For a period of time, I realized that speed is not the only thing. I need to do strengthening, I need to do stretching and uh, stuff like that. And there are no data, data there and stuff like that. And I was so much into data, uh, right? Every time I would keep uh, looking at my watch while running, uh, mm. right? And uh, I got into a point because it became a significant burden. So I stopped wearing watch and I used to run. I, because I stopped enjoying running mm. when I got too much into data yeah. and stuff like that, right? Uh, uh, and is I, it like it's because overwhelming? Uh, it, because I'm always looking, so I put up a mental target, so I need to be doing this, okay. right? I need to get into a sub-5 and sub-4 uh, kilometer and uh, space and stuff like that. I'm always looking at the watch. I'm also looking at the, then over a bit of time, I lost the joy of running. Okay. So then I uh, got out of the watch and I started running. Mm. All right. So when I got back the image, then I started looking at data much more uh, in a restrictive manner mm. than going too much into that and things mm. like that, right? And over a bit of time, I realized that um, uh, as we grow older, uh, the body takes a lot of time for recovery. This recovery yeah. is something that I never focused on. Mm. Right? I always felt that I can push, I can push, I can do whatever it is and things like that. And uh, right, I would focus on my uh, nutrition. Okay. Right? I'd, I'd focus on my fitness. Mm. I would focus on my health and uh, things like that. I never focused on my sleep. Okay. And uh, recovery is because sleep just happens. Yeah. You're physically tired, you sleep. It's a chore. Uh, yeah. Right? And you just... Uh, just uh, yeah. But uh, these days I've realized that uh, uh, good sleep is significantly necessary for uh, mm. having a better life. Yeah. Right? Uh, sleep determines everything. Yeah. So my whoop is all about sleep, 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 sleep the yeah. recoveries, recoveries, recoveries right. itself. What's your maximum recovery streak so far? How much have you hit? I've hit around 140, 150. Wow. Wow. Nice. Um, um, what's your relationship with food? Is it, is it a means to... Uh, put something into the body or is it a source to help you condition, make you go out and perform better both? 
uh, training or at work? How do you look at food? So, uh, during my non-training days and stuff like that, no? uh, food is just to, a means to live. Mm. I'm not really a foodie foodie kind of stuff. Mm. When I'm in training, I just keep a close watch on what I eat, what I consume, uh, right? Whether it's going to be proteins, fibers, and uh, things like that. And mm. uh, yeah, so water intake will be significantly higher, mm. right? Uh, food is also so um, a typical uh, South Indian mm. family, Indian families, right? Mm. We prepare, we prefer to use uh, uh, fresh food yeah. and packaged food mm. and stuff like that. And given that I travel so frequently to the US, uh, in the US I end up in the building, uh, eating uh, packaged foods, but mm. in India it's all fresh, 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 completely fresh. Okay. So there is an eye in terms of what, what you're putting into the system. So as you get closer to the training, you're, uh, you have some format you might have figured out by now what works and what doesn't work for you. Yes. Right, right, right. Um, you also spend awful lot of time, and I say awful lot of time because it doesn't come so easy uh, for someone at uh, who has so much on his plate uh, in uh, working and mentoring startup founders. And uh, I was lucky to be one of them. Uh, are there any tenants of uh, your sporting experience, your endurance experience, what you have seen commonly been applying as you talk to these founders in terms of their struggles, uh, often a time they're stuck somewhere and you're trying to uh, show them uh, or rather tell them what not to do, which probably you have learned the hard way, right? So have you seen any facets of what has actually gone through in your endurance experience, which you see commonly and you know non-intuitively come in, coming through in your advice to these founders? So I'm in multiple places actually. Uh, right. Uh, there are people uh, who probably take entrepreneurship as a 100-meter sprint. Uh, right. That's a complete uh, no-no. Mm. Uh, right. And there are uh, people um, uh, right, who just want to give up. Uh, that also is something uh, complete no-no. Uh, right. Uh, and uh, so people have to be steady. People have to be being, be prepared when the opportunity will open up. Right. Mm. People have to be prepared. But some people uh, stop... Uh, Wait till the opportunity opens up for start uh, starting the preparation. It's mm. like uh, you don't train, 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 but uh, on the day of the event, you want to really uh, do something mm. about it. And so that mm. is also not really good. Mm. And starting a marathon with a 100 meter dash is also yeah. not necessarily yeah. a great thing. I don't think that, that, uh, that is, I think, probably at an extremely uh, basic uh, uh, level. And uh, over a period of time, I think uh, most of the entrepreneurs struggle from uh, loneliness. Mm. Uh, right, and that's where uh, you need to really put them in touch with uh, uh, some people who are also part of the journey, mm. or uh, you share some stories of your journey mm. uh, where uh, you hit that, let's mm. say uh, the runner's fall and mm. things like that. And yeah. How did you able to overcome it? Right? Yeah. You're not trying to find a solution for them. Mm. You are just telling them that we also were we were also in the same place, mm. and this is how we navigated our way through. Mm. Right. And I don't know, it, it's, uh, uh, it so often happens that mm. uh, people don't really want to listen to a solution. Mm. People just want to know that uh, they are not alone. Mm. Some people, uh, right, people who they thought have been there, done that, right, have also gone through a similar struggle. Mm. Uh, right? And uh, you show your vulnerable side also to them. Uh, so that that gives them a significant amount of comfort because they're smart enough to figure out a solution. Yeah. It's just that they're not thinking about it. They're worrying about the situation that they are in, not mm. really trying to do a solution. Once they feel that uh, the solution is normal, as expected and stuff like that, uh, mm. people 
I've been able to uh, do that. And in, in endurance sports also, you go through injury, mm. right? People, I mean, the number of ligament tears, yeah. uh, the IT yeah. uh, right? <laughs> issues that uh, yeah. people have gone through, right? I, I mm. see that. Uh, right? So some, most of the people, some of the people that I used to run with have gone through all that. Yeah. So then I put them in touch with other people who have gone through the same similar story, yeah. right? How they've been able to work. Some people, people, some people have quit. Yeah, endurance process just because they had a ligament tear. Yeah, right. Fine, uh, that's the thing. But you talk to other people mm. before you eventually hang your boots. Yeah, All right. So yeah, so there, there are there are there's the first set of uh, trouble. You don't pack up your boots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In both cases. Yeah, right. You yeah. talk to people, talk to people, engage in conversation. Everybody has goes through this. Yeah. Some people a bit too early in their life. Some people yeah. a bit uh, later in their life. But everybody, yeah. all of us go through that. Yeah. But when you talk to people, when you see what they've done and things like that, that gives them significant amount of hope. And hope happens for an endurance sport. Yeah. And, right, you need to visualize, visualize, visualize. Yeah. And you're able to visualize, everything becomes, in, even in entrepreneur also, you yeah. need to visualize it. Right? Yeah. There have been good days, you need to visualize that the same days will happen again. Yeah. Right? So that you go through the bad days, otherwise it becomes too yeah. extremely hard. Yeah. Maybe also I think uh, visualization is also one of the uh, underrated uh, techniques, right? I mean, it's, it's super, it's a, I, I well, think it's a superpower. Without visualization, it's so difficult to, do anything. Yeah. You got to visualize. I mean, you need to put yourself there and visualize that, and you want to get there. Yeah. Right. It's a pursuit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right? yeah. Visualization is a happening. Yeah. You have that mental picture, right? When there is pain in your body, when you want to give up, and yeah. you're feeling pukeish and yeah. like that, you just keep visualizing it. Yeah. It, I mean, it put uh, pumps in that adrenaline so Correct. much. Yeah. You, so you no, just, I uh, absolutely anchor because. Um, uh, like visualization in sports is like you're visualizing yourself in that halfway through 21k mark realizing that you have 21 more to go if you're doing a full marathon and at 35 kilometer you realize that the race is just going to begin now and that's <laughs> where you're going to kind of pedal up and go faster right so uh, kind of mentally preparing that mind frame uh, often kind of comes at like a superpower when you're doing it because now your mind is trained that this is what uh, it's not coming as a shock and like you said even if you're an entrepreneur right i mean you have to visualize uh, the the uh, the odds of you being success are very low right i mean so you uh, like you said you wake up saying that there's a bad day or there's a good day the chances are that you can go uh, nowhere but there is a very thin chances that you can make it so you're constantly reminding yourself to say that okay you know this is something which is coming away yeah i mean completely agree on the arts bit, no. I I never play the arts. Uh, I'll tell you why. Uh, right? Uh, CET. I wrote CET. Mm -hmm. The number of people who write CET. This cat for I am. Yeah. Right and cat also. Right? Yeah. The number of people who make it to the IMS are extremely low. Yeah. But I, you never bother about that because mm. you want to be there. Mm. You are not. You don't. You don't. You're not trying to be 0.1% of the people who write. Mm. You just want to make it. Mm. Correct. So all your preparation is to, oh my God, am I the guy who is uh, top thousand among the uh, five lakh people who write cat? Right. If you start thinking that, hey, you, you can't put yourself in a thousand because you know what all you're bad at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right? But the thing is, you just prepare and you just give cat and uh, do that. So you don't yeah. think about the words. And you, I don't even remember the number of people who wrote cat along with right, that right. Yeah. Even the CET that year and yeah. something like that. Right? Yeah. Similarly for entrepreneurship also, yeah. it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And when I started running the movie, I didn't know how many people in India had run. Yeah. A full marathon. Because yeah, way back when you said 2007, there would be like... Exactly. Yeah. So you don't yeah. do that only. When I started doing triathlons also, right? I ran full Ironman, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't know how many people had done full Ironman in India at all. Yeah. 
Must and be very few. Do going mm. forward also. Yeah. I, I don't know that. But yeah. no, you just taken up something. You want to do it. You feel confident that you are able to do it. Mm. Right? You just prepare, train yourself, and go ahead and uh, do that. Mm. If you, and if you are uh, able to complete it, great. If you are mm. not able to complete it, come back. You have so mm. much. You learn so much. Mm. You will be probably better prepared than the guy who finished the previous thing. Yeah. Because you know we're all what all could go wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's all. It's always I've been an entrepreneur also, right? Yeah. And we started also. I was when when I started taxi for sure. I was twenty eight, right? I thought that I'll work for thirty two years of my life, mm. right? Sixty probably I'll retire. So I just wanted to give. Oh, for another thirty two years. Another yeah. thirty two years, right? Not. Yeah, yeah. I thought years. by four years you were no, done. <laughs> another thirty two years. Yeah. So I thought. Uh, so let me try this for two years, right? Mm. Two, two years or thirty years. Thirty two years is not a big deal, mm. right? If nothing happens, I used to be a consultant. I'll probably be a better consultant because when you're failing, you will leave no stone unturned. to make it a success yeah right even despite all that also you fail uh, right you learn so much so then as a consultant i can add a lot more value to all my clients right yeah but if you succeed you have a story to tell yeah that's that, that that's what uh, it is all about yeah right. you have two kids at home right uh, what is the identity uh, they uh, know you more better is it dad who is an athlete who gets up every in the morning gets in 2 hours or dad who is an entrepreneur trying to build something over the last few years has done it is already doing it which identity is more more relevant to them oh that's a tough question i i don't know i don't i don't see uh, them either thinking about one is 10 another is 6 okay uh, two young right. two two and to really figure that they i mean uh, my uh, niece wants to be an entrepreneur okay. my son and daughter uh, self figuring out uh, right we haven't we have, we, we haven't uh, my whatever my 8 year old niece wants to be an entrepreneur nice i don't know why <laughs> nice uh, right my she must son, be reading a lot about you already uh, <laughs> my son is not uh, uh, i want really my son feels that i So, because we work US time zone, yeah. he knows that I come back home uh, very late in the night. They sleep at around seven thirty, eight pm. Yeah. So I go yeah. home probably after that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the reason mornings I need to spend time with them. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason I need to finish my workout before uh, they wake up and yeah. uh, start uh, yeah. getting onto the school yeah. bus and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Uh, but weekends I spend time. And the daughter is yeah. currently indifferent. She knows that uh, I work out a lot, I run a lot, and stuff like that. So. the thing is uh, uh, they come along mm. uh, during my runs mm. also so mm. both of them can do 10 kilometers oh nice easily the sun comes for all my hikes also wow most of the hikes uh, is there yeah right and the sun is more of an outdoorish okay person uh, the daughter is more of a book mm. so i think my daughter sees me as more of a person who reads mm. uh, than my been 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 my entrepreneur journey or my mm. uh, run journey so mm. but they know that i'm more of an outdoor guy outdoor guy uh so this uh, i think this bring, bring back to this factor about family and we we touched upon that uh, family is a very key part of the team out there which is uh, you know doing a lot of work uh, at the back end um, now in this situation where uh, you are there but you're not there in the sense that you're working coming back and like you said you have to work in us time zones you have that uh, responsibility and when you're training that's another bit which is taking time away from them right mm-hmm. um, uh, this this part of managing time uh, with family and the passion and the work right that understanding do you think has uh, built on you in terms of evolved over the years or do you think because i have struggled uh, 
till few years back month. yeah i mean part of the receiving end is so often yeah so right but then i've also realized that uh, kind of i've come to terms with reality look it's hard to balance you have to kind of uh, accept trade off somewhere so if you want to be a very good family man you have to be reasonable that look uh, maybe you know you're not doing like, incredibly good at a or b like for example in training right if it consume so much of time if you want to do x time it would demand a lot of your time and that's uh, i mean we are all recreational guys so if you're doing all of that you have to do a trade off right so is it okay to say that you know some everyone has to evolve over a period of time or is there a certain so curriculum there what i've done is i i do this for probably 6 to 8 months a year okay the remaining time i completely socialize okay uh, right so that's that's one mm. uh, right so it's not that i do this kind of pro- so that's kind of blocked months. out in your calendar uh, mm. 12 months mm. uh, time right so it typically starts in march april mm. and i do my events in september mm. october mm. and something mm. like that right mm. so then the festival season starts mm. and uh, right we should be able to uh, manage that so that's that's one part of the mm. thing right the second part of the thing is uh, uh, thankfully these endurance sports happens all across the world mm. right uh, the florida one that i talked about no mm. i did florida because the family could do disneyland okay very tactical <laughs> right and uh, the korea also is because of that okay. they wanted to visit korea so yeah. we did the right. polar event happened in korea okay. because the family can travel okay yeah all uh, right so now the hiking that i was talking about yes. right yeah. so the family wants to do the safari yeah all right so i go first i do the event and on the last day of the event uh, the family lands yeah yeah all uh, right so there is something in it for them yeah yeah uh, to, so, so we are trying to figure out carrying the team along with all the exactly. talk to me about the new uh, adventure so marathoning a uh, triathlon and hikes and i'm seeing you doing a lot of your treks on strava uh, what's next and how are you training for so i'm trying to uh, climb kilimanjaro okay uh, so this june okay all right so i want to do the everest base camp but mm-hmm. the family has something to do in and around in everest base camp. <laughs> right so even they thought that okay everest base camp is the least they can to. go is kathmandu yeah all uh, right uh, uh, and uh, so kilimanjaro is also similar height as the everest base camp so mm-hmm. do kilimanjaro mm-hmm. so they can do the african uh, safari and how are you training for that so i i do a lot of cardio mm-hmm. all right and uh, of late i've started doing pranayama also okay. because the oxygen breathing is, uh, yeah. lesser, which is very very new mm. i never did that uh, i didn't have to do that mm. and so a uh, whole lot of uh, breath exercises and things like that and weekends i climb okay mountains with yeah. uh, ankle weights and okay. heavy backpack wow. and stuff like that i just want to really start uh, continue to be bodily function mm. with uh, taking little uh, amount of oxygen when you sign up for these new adventures what is the process of your training are you uh do you get quickly some someone to guide you through the process or you kind of learning and kind of evolving all by yourself that how to kind of so crack both, it both actually uh, so before i choose something i speak to some people who have already done that mm. right and you can easily get access to mm. uh, those folks and i talk to them and i figure out that uh, mentally i feel that uh, i should be able to do it mm. Mm. so then i start uh, start training for that so Uh, one is to really feel that i should be i can able to do it what mm. kind of commitment it requires mm. what kind of uh, fitness would, re- mm. would it require mm-hmm. right and what should i do uh, a lot more differently mm. than what i was uh, doing earlier mm. uh, right so once i get a comfort that i should be able to do it and with the time that i have the time that i can make uh, for all this i should be able to do that so then it becomes a bit more easier then uh, right but depending on what am i good at what where am i struggling mm. and stuff like that right mm. so then i start fine tuning it 
Okay. Because people are different. I can't take somebody else's training calendar and yeah. offer to myself. Yeah. Because the uh, the way they are built, the way, uh, how, what are their struggles, what are their strengths, it's difficult to know. Mm. So once I get a feel of that bit, then I start improvising it. Yeah. Talk about any instance where you had uh, in your mind uh, chosen to do, but then after this exercise, what you also call, I remember you often we used to tell me market research. So when you do that research, you come back and say, okay, this is not happening. So next could be so i have talked to me any instance where you chose something and you came back and say no this doesn't make sense now uh so wanted to run the antarctica marathon wow okay <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> so, exactly who made exactly. you say not to do <laughs> exactly. a good job <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah exactly. so then i thought that uh, uh not yet not yet yeah and there was another thing also there is something that happens in norway where they take you to in a ship and drop you in the arctic ocean and you have to swim back to the coast ah yeah yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. that also was something that i wanted to okay. realize who is feeding you all of this thing <laughs> <laughs> my brother oh, my brother, wow. brother is in the us oh, okay so he, he, he have good company did, uh, right. so adventure is in the blood yeah, yeah. see so he does that so we have done quite a few other man great 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 so he does that so stuff like that is where i have uh, awesome. done research and things like that right so let's uh, shift gears zolve uh, a company which you are heading right now brand new another adventure 100 plus people uh, out there i'm sure everyone by now know the uh, adventurous ragu and the fit ragu uh, how important uh, uh, it is for you to have colleagues who are active who are fit and uh, what do you do on your part outside of your to make sure that they are doing that Get me registered to events. <laughs> It's then six teams to go uh, Ironman last year, wow. and nobody had done Ironman. Nobody they new. had not done triathlon only. Wow. And some people bought new gear to really. I do cycling and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's always fun. It's always fun. See, I mean, I wouldn't have probably got into endurance sport if I wasn't there. Uh, in 2007, in uh, I am of the world. Mm. Right, It's just that. Uh, so once I got onto that, I realized. Otherwise, if you ask me to run 10k at Wickenham, I would like, why would anybody do that? Mm. Mm. Why do you have to run as mm. much? All right. But once I got a handle, a handle of that, right. So I I do it because I want to do it. Nobody's forcing me to do it. Mm. So it's just that uh, exposing some people people to something like that is significantly important. As mm. I mentioned to you earlier, also right. In taxi for sure, we made mandatory for people to run. Mm. and they ran and some people continue to run mm. right not all of them do mm. right here also you give them a platform for people to uh, experience something they, which probably they won't experience it in their life mm. uh, right and you know, have a good company mm. so people have done this uh, who have done this repeatedly in the past mm. also and if some people are able to figure out their mojo in this mm. i think that is a lot more fulfilling mm. uh, right you don't search for i mean it, it, the way we make decisions also yeah. in the company right Uh, we don't spend spend too much of time in making the right decision mm. you make a decision and work towards making it right mm. yeah right here also you enroll into an event and then work towards making it mm. that way yeah i remember you telling me once that when you hire uh in the resume you look what kind of sport they have played is it a team sport is it a solo sport can you elaborate what what's the mental framework there oh, the uh, in a sada juni right so mm. it's it's a t- completely a team sport mm. uh, right and uh, team sports are uh, somebody who's played the team sports right are essential and there are multiple layers to this uh, right it so happens that in a startup we might have people who are better than their bosses mm. correct 
and if somebody hasn't played a team sport no they don't understand that uh, the star player may not necessarily be the captain there is a role the captain plays there is a role the star player plays but if somebody wasn't been through that no they feel that i'm the star player i should have been the boss i'm if i'm better than the boss then i should be the mm. boss not mm. the thing right mm. somebody was played with they understand that nuances mm. uh, right and that is significantly important and if the if there is a ego conflict between the star player and the captain you know what will happen to the team Mm. Yeah, right and that is that is the thing that's one. And secondly, people have played in sports for years in their life. And every single game they would have fought, they would have played, they would have given their 100%. At least when I was growing up, right? We never played sports to uh stay fit. Yeah. We played sports because we loved to play the sports and mm. we quarreled, we fought, everything happened. Uh right? Everything was to win the game. Mm. Right because it was not for fitness. nobody remembers the number of games they won mm. till date mm. right that is significantly important you played the game to win but nobody kept a track of it mm. right? is that is the the camaraderie and the community exactly. building and yeah. the person you fought with you today the next day the person is your teammate yeah <laughs> yeah and you don't carry forward anything yeah the package mm. right you, you know, i mean that 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 is what is super mm. super important and let's say if you take a, a cricket analogy right if the star batsman gets out for a duck right no other batsman feels that they have the right to get out for a duck mm. because the star batsman has got out for mm. a duck right and you don't uh, the captain doesn't come and give you a pep talk telling that boss star batsman is gone for a duck right now the responsibility lies on you you got to play everybody got and knows what the role is mm. all uh, right if the star bowler gets hit for runs the other mm. bowler will step up the star mm. batsman gets out for a touch the other batsman will get out mm. right so that is super important mm. let's say right that happens only if you played a sport right yeah. the start up is that right mm. and one day the star batsman got out for a touch you save the day by mm. playing well and it is that you people don't start feeling that they're superior than star player mm. just because they saved one match Mm. they know the class is permanent and the form is temporary mm. everybody knows that mm. right you need to be consistent yeah. to get into that class those are the attributes that makes the team a far uh, a full team right if you have somebody with ego problems some the star player better than the boss then the entire team goes for a toss yeah right somebody saves that day i mean i've seen the seen 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 these places where in now uh, all uh, right there are times when uh, people say that oh that person has so much of so many years of experience in this field that person is not able to solve why am i why are you asking me to solve it's the same star player getting out for a duck and the other player person stepping in yeah. so there nobody asks questions but yeah. when it comes to a working environment no yeah. people ask questions yeah right that person has uh, a 10 years of experience in this field why did that person is not able to solve why do you expect how do you expect me to solve yeah, yeah. right so that is what we want to uh, typically remove Yeah. Uh, from the vocabulary when you are uh, uh, working on this and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And those those nuances are significantly important, mm. right? It's very difficult to build this into an individual who hasn't really played that uh, team sport, mm. right? And when people look back, they don't remember the number of victories, number of losses, and stuff like that. They only remember the amazing time that they had. Mm. The kind of times that we keep in a startup is so significantly large. When you look back, it's not you should not be thinking about your performance rating, uh, your annual increments and stuff like that. Mm. You need to think back. You need to you should have thought about the amazing time that you had yeah. while building that. The process, yeah. right? And the, the most significant important of playing team sports or any sport in general, right? You lose something, you don't carry forward that. Mm. You win something, you don't get it into your head. 
startup you will have multiple wins multiple uh, losses multiple highs multiple lows and stuff like that if people start uh, losing their humility when they win mm. and getting into a depression when they lose mm. uh, right it just doesn't really work yeah right so somebody who has all this it's very difficult to uh, figure out these qualities in a normal interview and stuff mm. like that mm. but these are some some things that makes a startup a startup yeah right because uh, as a founder as a second time founder and stuff like that right you are not building a company you are building an organization and for building an organization you need these kind of people building a company is all about numbers yeah building an organization is all about uh, people. people you can build a company but not an organization if you build an organization the company is just a yeah. will happen yeah that's a very beautiful nuance because uh, there is this uh, very stark difference between a company and organization yeah, yeah. right and we want to build an organization yeah. absolutely i yeah, know i'm uh, no good luck to you i mean knowing you i know you're on to something very special um this one is going to be a little tough and i know we are cognizant of time so i want to make it few things quick before we wrap up uh did you have more fit people in taxi for sure or do you have more fit guys in solve tough question i think uh, the age profile in tfs was on the younger side hmm. Uh, right the age profile on the zol side is on the uh, higher side i think in terms of uh, general level of fitness i think uh, it will be similar it would be similar i think it would yeah. be similar only i don't really see much almost at the same ha huh, but we are no, no make it, we got people more fitter in tfs by okay. forcing them doing, to, doing doing all that, all that now we are also making for people force so i mean uh, the kodasari trek i did last uh, last weekend was again with a bunch of uh, zolf folks zolf guys yeah uh, right so and uh, the apr uh, runs that happened a bunch of zolf guys uh, came and ran okay. right so this this year go also will probably mm. be doing uh, a bunch of uh, relay teams from goa awesome again. yeah so we so and when goa would have zolf guys yeah, again showing yeah, yeah. up we were the largest team then probably will continue to Great. hold uh, the Super. same num- maximum number of relay teams from zolf we'll do that what is the one thing uh, uh you want to change about yourself which which you think would probably make you 10x more better in terms of a uh, efficient uh human hmm that is a very loaded uh... yeah i mean could be anything i mean like you said it could be even getting 2 hours of extra sleep or whatever so one thing you felt uh, you wanted to really change or uh, bring in a new thing which could no, make I just uh, i have got good plans i think i should probably execute on them mm. i don't do that uh, that often so there are uh, plans which are probably long term ones there are day to day plans also but i don't do enough justice to some of those maybe if i am able to because i know what needs to be done it's not that i am not aware of myself mm. and uh, things like that and this is both sorry this is both common between your sport and your work exactly okay. exactly okay. that's the and um, yeah uh, other thing is i take a lot of notes but i don't revisit them as okay. often as i would like to okay uh, yeah. right i know it's the habit it's, yeah. it's just i don't i don't know why i don't uh, mm. really do that yeah. if i'm able to do that i guess pos- uh, possibly i can right. probably get a lot better again right. this is hypothetical right but uh, yeah there is some substance to it okay so we'll wrap up quickly with two more questions um uh you advise people uh more practical advice that's what i have got um so all the entrepreneurs young professionals uh who want to do something which is more simpler for them to get started on a fit journey to stay healthy what is one thing you would want to tell them which they could actually consider and start doing it tomorrow 
No, I think they just have to wake up and uh, start uh, uh, doing some uh, normal cardio or a normal workout and stuff like that. Right? They just have to start doing it. And they're not able to do If they're not morning person, probably uh, doing a lunch break and stuff like that, they can probably just go out for a run and things like that or hit a gym. Almost all office buildings these days have got uh, mm. gyms. Or at least uh, in the evening, they just go do that just to clear their mind. Uh, right, so it's not just for uh, uh, physical body and stuff like that, but for the mind. They need to do that, and it probably other thing is to get a bunch of people uh, who are regulars hmm. surround uh, yourself. Uh, surround yourself with those people so that it just uh, gets because we've seen most of the pe- people when they look at fitness, they look at uh, folks with uh, six packs or bulky bodies and so on, stuff like that, right? And that's an extreme. If you are visualizing yourself as uh, be fittest to be have a six pack or an eight pack and stuff like that, that is not necessarily the fitness. You got to start small, you got to start, but uh, starting is the most important game. I mean, any entrepreneur knows this, starting is the most important game. When you yeah. put the first step, the subsequent uh, steps happen. So you just have yeah. to wake up and wear your shoes and step out of the door and the rest will follow through. Easily. Yeah. Because you're a triathlete, uh, tell me if you had to do a relay, who with your two other people from history you would want to do a relay with and where would you do this uh, uh, event? Any any part of the world you had in mind and two people from the history who could be part of your relay team? Uh, very... Never thought about it. <laughs> because I always thought about doing something along with people. That okay, so it could, okay, a, let's make it easier. So if you had to do uh, something, your ideal team, uh, who would be the other two people? Maybe uh, Steve Jobs. Okay. Because some creativity by zero. Right. Uh, so that is something that I don't understand. Mm. Maybe something to probably mm. uh, pick and... Uh, okay. And one more? Learn from there. Uh, right. Second one will be uh, probably uh, one of the army general, generals. Okay. The discipline Interesting. is something that I lack. Interesting. Uh, right. To be so disciplined when whatever thing happens also to stay disciplined and stuff like that. Right? right. So that is something that I would want to pick. Right. And a location which you had in mind? Location, hmm, that's uh, Berlin. Okay. Uh, you cool. know why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know why. Yeah, you know why. Great, great. Yeah. yeah. So this is brilliant, uh, Raghu. Um, uh, had a lot of fun. I hope uh, people listening, watching, got some cues to get started. Like I said in the beginning, uh, the idea was to sit down and unpack your other side, which I often found very interesting and unique. And I'm still curious uh, and we have to probably come back and do another sitting to kind of extend this conversation. But uh, uh, thank you for spending uh, this last hour with me. Uh, and I really hope people uh, take some cues and go out. Uh, before I leave, uh, where do you think if people want to reach out to you uh, for training tips, uh, for entrepreneurship, what's the best way people can reach out? So LinkedIn is best. Okay. All right. Or Strava. Okay, awesome. Yeah, Raghu is pretty active on Strava. So if you want to find out which part of the world he is, uh, I get to know all about Raghu from there, <laughs> where he is. So probably disabled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> start doing that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, but uh, thank you, Raghu. Fun hmm. it was, and um, I hope to come back and uh, catch up with you with your next after your next uh, Ironman and uh, trade notes on your training. Awesome, Dilip. Oh, this was a very good conversation. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yes, right. Okay, that was Raghu. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening or watching. I had a great time sitting next to him and unpacking his other side. 
It would mean a lot to me if you can share your feedback. That will allow me to get better and also help me to get more such great guests to you. Please do not forget to subscribe and send me your feedback on YouTube, on anywhere else. You can also reach out to me on LinkedIn, Twitter or email. Thank you. See you on the other side with a new guest.